Hey everybody, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and today, finally, we are going to be reviewing Avatar The Way of the Water, or The Way of Water, right? The Way of Water? Yeah, The Way of Water. Okay. Um, The, holy shit, it's one of the most expensive films ever created. For... How much did it cost? It's estimated between $350 and $460 million. Damn. And that I don't know if that's including the marketing budget. I mean, was there marketing for this movie? I feel like I didn't see much marketing for really? this. Really? Dude, I was bombarded all the time on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram, oh, on Facebook. On that's why. I'm not on Twitter. Barely even on Facebook. No, but like on all my social media, I was bombarded with ads. And on uh, YouTube, on Hulu, everything. If there was commercials, I saw an Avatar uh, commercial. Oh. <clears throat> but uh, but no, so The Way of Water, which took, what, 14 or 13 years? 13 years. Uh, 2009, Avatar came out, so yeah. Damn. Um, I think he- everyone thought it was a rumor. I don't think anyone actually thought like this movie was going to come to fruition. Well, apparently, there's going to be a total of five films. This is only part two. Oh, yeah. that That's the kicker is, like, that they're supposed to be fucking pumping out five movies of this universe. And I'm just like, how many? Like, I can see one more being pumped out. Fucking three more movies? I mean, I, I can see it. This happening. is Jake's kids going to college. <laughs> and or university this is jake's son uh going through a dry spell he was fired from work and he's trying to find work <laughs> oh there's jake's there's jake's son about uh dealing with alcoholism oh he hit his wife he hit his <laughs> wife jesus christ for oh my why why would you do that why you asked jake's son why he would do that oh <laughs> why <laughs> Um, huh, okay, third, so apparently they've already filmed, so there's conflicting reports from, like, Bob Iger all the way to, like, reputable Hollywood news sources. Before you say anything, the only thing I know for sure is that they filmed parts two and three at the same time. Yeah. So So that I do know, we do know for a fact there is going to be a part three, because they did film at the same time. Um, well, according to also some reports from Bob Eigner, he's saying that they already filmed some, they've already filmed a little bit of part three already. Like they, I'm part four. I'm sorry. Like they're that far into filming that it's like, no, we've already filmed like some of part four already too. I mean, to be fair, dude, look at everyone in this movie, aside from the new actors, none of them are really doing anything to the point where they're like, ah, fuck, I have to check my schedule. Was it? Yeah. No yeah. one in this movie is like high in Hollywood right now. Uh, isn't Zoe Saldana uh, Gamora? One thing, and she already finished volume three. That's true. Sigourney Weaver ain't looking for nothing. Slowly looking for nothing. Kate Winslet like lost another love to the sea. That bitch. Um, <laughs> God, man, this movie. It's I didn't just, even know that was her until after, until I started looking at the cast. You know, like, Kate Winslet's in this fucking movie. 
You know, someone actually brought up and asked, is that whitewashing? And I'm like, they're blue. It's not whitewashing. They're blue. It doesn't count. They're aliens, for starters. They're aliens and they're blue. It doesn't count. Granted, let's be honest. They took from the Samoan culture. This one did. Uh, yeah. the, the first one took from, like, I would say Native American culture. This one's yeah. Samoan. Apparently, like, the thought process is that each one's going to take place in a different, high, like, zone. Like, there's going to be one. Also, oh, like, gets to fuck up other habitats? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they might go to the mountains. They might go to Antarctica. They might go to, like, but the desert. Because this movie ends with him saying, we are home. We are part of the water people. I mean, maybe that's the journey is they become part of all the people. So what is he? Jesus? No, that no, that's Sigourney Weaver. She's Jesus. She's she's space Jesus. All right, we've we've talked about the subsequent to the film, what happened, why this movie finally came to fruition. I'm surprised this movie didn't come out when Fox was owning it. I'm sure maybe they were well. It took time. It took time to finish it, and I'm sure the Disney deal like slowed it down. Also, they had to develop the tech for it. Like James Cameron developed the tech. Really? You thought this one was shot that much more different than the first one? Because I rewatched the first one and I was like, slight differences, sure. Of course, like there's gonna be better camera angles and all that jazz. But for the most part, I was like, this looks almost the same. No, so apparently what took forever was developing the motion capture for underwater. Oh, like they had to develop was, that uh, tech. I thought it was here's nine hours of film. Start <laughs> start adding special effects to it. I really Man. hope those guys are paid for doing that because if someone imagine if you're paid hourly and like you weren't paid a bonus or you weren't paid more, like the guy's like, hey. I need you to add special effects. And it's not because I'm keeping all of this. I'm going to start cutting pieces of the film that I don't like. I mean, if they were paid hourly, they got paid for four times the the film in one, hopefully. Did did James Cameron ever win an Oscar for Best Director? Uh, No, I don't think so. Wait, did he win for Titanic? He might have won for Titanic, actually. I'm not 100% sure. I wonder. Because, like, if he didn't, then that's something Peter Jackson has over him. Because Peter Jackson didn't have to fucking make nine hours of film for one movie. Dude, Cameron's been married one, two, three, four, five fucking times. Jesus. The funniest part, in 2009, when mm-hmm. Avatar was up for the Oscar, his his ex-wife won the Oscar for Best Director. <laughs> or for Best Movie. I think it was for The Hurt Locker. I wonder if she looked at him and just maintained eye contact of. Not only did I take your money in the divorce, I also took your Oscar, bitch. No, he he's won for best picture and best director and best film editing for Titanic. Oh, yeah. Uh, he lost all for Avatar for the first one, but we'll see how he does with part two. He's not going to win for this one. I have a strange feeling this one's going to get all the nominations, but none of the wins. Dude, the, think about it. The last, the last sequel to win anything at the Oscars was Return of the King. I mean, return of Jake Sully. It's not going to, dude. Think but, about it like this. The Oscars have turned into such a 
horseshit contest of look how look how introspective my movie is. Look That's how, what I'm saying though. Like I think this movie the human mind. Like shut up, bitch. It is, but that's what this movie is, though. Tell me I'm it's wrong. It's, it's examining war. Movie, it's examining the world. The the fucking activism. Movie. It's a very entertaining popcorn film about uh, about climate change and social activism. Like I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying like with all those messages, I think he might get nominated like, with all change. that bullshit. When did they mention climate change? They only mentioned once that the Earth was dying. And, oh, come on. You and I both know that that's what they're doing. We've got to re-inhabit this if planet because Earth is dying. Change, it would warrant more than one, one mention of the Earth dying. Because if they mention it too often, you're beating us in the head with it. You mentioned oh, it I thought it was once. about climate change. It wouldn't is. That be, wouldn't the whole movie be about climate change if it was saying it more than once? It was part of the subject matter, yes. I'd argue. You're just backpedaling. Fuck you. No. Um... But no, but your argument is that oh well, it's not introspective, or whatever. I'd say it is. Like it, this movie has, to some degree, I mean, it, it's you know a what test. I mean when I'm talking about Oscar bait movies. Is this Emancipation? I mean, I think that one's been. Is this Emancipation? Time. Answer yeah. yes or no. <laughs> no, exactly. I don't think Emancipation is going to get nominated though. You think? Well, yeah, because of Will Smith. But uh, like, when you think Oscar movies, you don't think popcorn movies. That's where the Oscars, for me, the Oscars mm-hmm. are complete horseshit now. Because it's just like, it's just a bunch of drama nerds fucking patting each other on the back. Oh, you're so good. You're so good, A24. Oh, you're so good. That we're never getting you back to the Oscars, huh? <laughs> like, the Oscars have become such bullshit. I I think you're right. It's it's more for artistic films, but I'd say this film is one of the ones that could be the exception. Like the Dark Knight was nominated in 2008. Like, this would have to be a a stone. This one is like a hard maybe, but I don't see this one making it to the Oscars. I aside it, from aside from visual effects, costumes, and editing. I don't see it getting into the best director category, uh, best movie. Like it's just it's fucking stupid, man. How how much the Oscars have divulged into what they are now. Think about it like this: Do you think Rocky would be still nominated for an Oscar? I don't know. Today, I don't know. No, because it's considered a sports movie, and I think it's looked at as below Oscar standards. Like now, like they disown it now. Like, think about Creed, dude. Stallone gets nominated, but not Michael B. Jordan. Wasn't that the year that they were like, hashtag cancel the Oscars? Because, like, they were like, no, no. I think that was when Jada Pinkett, like, said that she wasn't going to go. And people were like, who the fuck cares about you? (laughs) Didn't didn't Chris Rock make that joke? Or was it Kevin Hart? Yeah, it was Chris Rock. He's like, "Uh, bitch, you weren't invited. Yeah. Yeah. It's like saying you're not going to go to a party that you weren't invited to. But okay, wait, fucking, let's get back to talking about Avatar. Um, Did you want to see this film? Like, like, was it like, I can't wait. Was I a hardcore Avatar fan? No. I like the first one. Like, don't get me wrong. I really do like it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it wasn't something that I was like, oh, I can't wait. Like, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. If I have to give my rating right now, I'd say a decent. Mm, three and a half out of five for the first one for the second one second one oh okay oh really that that low 
Huh. It didn't need to be three hours, dude. But what would you have cut though? Well, that's that's the thing. I was thinking about that during the movie. I'm not a director, that's why. But like I feel like there are some parts that you could have cut or you could have reshot that could have made it more interesting. Like Spider's character. Why the fuck are you teaching him how to to fucking capture those birds? I mean, kind of. It's that or go back to the spinny thing and start bleeding from internally. But even then, he's like egging him on. Jake could have done did this on his first try. I'm Spider, sure he... Fucking mouth, Spider. You know I'm, what? The blue mom should have cut his goddamn head off. No, no, no. I think, I think... Here's I think he was hoping that his dad would die, like trying to tame the thing. He was trying uh, to put them in in dangerous positions. I think he was. I think he was like, was Jake true, did it the why did way. he save him at the end? Huh? If that was true, then why did he save him at the end? Because it wasn't until after he dropped the knife when the blue mom cut spider that he was like, Oh, my dad does care about me a little bit. Now look, see, I saw the movie twice because I saw it with Darian and I saw it with my parents. The only rationale i can get for why he saved him is because yes it does have to do with him uh and having the knife at his throat but i think it was because if he didn't take off that knife from kiri's throat like he would have been dead mm-hmm. so you saved my life i saved your life we're even oh that's true he did leave him in the end that's right. yeah so i'm like uh, that's the only reason why i could think of him, why he saved him like you saved my life I saved yours. We're even. We're square. Get the fuck away from me. You know, I'm still waiting for uh, for Blue Mom to give Spider an apology. She's not. I I think he not. fucking deserves one. I don't think he does. What? For what reason? He was trying if to actually found, help the kids. He found out that he's the reason why he knew about the fucking birds or how he knew to tame the birds. She'd probably kill him. So um, let's just say bygones be bygones. <laughs> just let it go. Yeah. Oh man, I would take that little personal. Hey, bro, your mom just tried to fucking kill me. Like yeah. I, f- as she was going to, like I feel like my bad is in order. I wasn't in, in my right mind. So, because we keep jumping off the subject, which is just natural, because that's what we do. What did you think of that time jump beginning? Because it starts from the end of Avatar 1. It shows, like, okay, Jake had a family, had two sons. That weird adoptive daughter of... Uh, Space Jesus? Don't even get me started on why that fucking character is voiced by Sigourney Weaver. She is voiced by Sigourney Weaver, isn't she? Yeah, I know. I think it's fucking stupid. Why? She played her masterfully. She played a teenage girl very well. It sounds like a 60-year-old playing a fucking teenager. Well, again, she is baby Jesus, all right? I'm like, you could have easily brought in any other young voice actress. You could have probably even merged the voices together just to give her that hint to Sigourney Weaver. But for some reason, you're like, let's just use Sigourney as the teenager. Granted, I get that it could probably be used for later films saying, oh, she was reincarnated as, as her daughter. But I'm just like, She's not Sigourney Weaver because she has her own thoughts, her own feelings, things like that. Space Jesus. That's all I gotta say. Space Jesus. Like, yeah, that one I was just a little... 
the the sons i couldn't figure out who the fuck they were even when i saw them like the actual people i was like i've never seen these people before i could only figure out by their voice like that's the only reason i was able to tell them i didn't hate the time jump you asked me about that i didn't hate that i thought well i mean i, I appreciated it, it because huh? if it's gonna have his sons who are probably in their teens like you can't just be like oh yeah by the way he had kids um you know, honestly, I was dead set that I thought the mom was going to die giving birth to maybe Spider. Like, I thought, because we didn't know who Spider was in the previous. Oh, yeah, because the, the trailers never really mentioned as to who, who Spider was. Like, it looked like a kid of Jake's because, he, and I think in the trailer, he's, like, hugging him. Yeah, I mean, he hugs him at the end, like, you know, this is our family or whatever. I assumed that the mom was going to die, and the daughter was talking about the mom. Like, I can feel her heartbeat in Pandora. Like, yeah. I assumed that. Like, that was my thought. But, um... But no, so there's a time jump and humans return because we're sacks of shit. And Did they uh, say how big of a time jump? Uh, strangely enough, it was ten years from the time that the humans landed to the war. I year. think I think it was it was a year. Yeah. So those kids have to be like 11, 12. Do they not be aged differently than we do? I guess maybe they never really mentioned it. Another thing that they never pointed out, even in the first one. Is that the avatars have five fingers, while the Navi have four? Yeah, they don't bring it up until this movie. I mean, I'm glad they brought it up. At least they were like, "Oh, you five finger freak!" And it was like, "No, oh, that that plays a role." I get that. The the very slight hints. Yeah. Oh wait. No, we're good. Okay. Uh, what were we talking about just now? Uh. The... What do you think of of the soldiers coming back, like, scorched earth policy, like, we're going to burn this whole area? Well, now they came back more serious because they're not just coming to steal uh, a stupid metal named... Unobtainium. Unobtainium? Wow. Yeah. Very clever. And now That's why you didn't win the Oscar, James. Lack of creativity. Right there. Uh, this time they're there to pretty much terraform the planet, and they're trying to get the elixir of life. Oh yeah, and then like they were st- like, why? Why did they have to add that in there? That was just for the sake of the movie. Well, no, I mean they had to give them a reason why they were killing the whales, but they're already there because they're trying to take the planet from the Navi. Like, why did you have to add in that whole, oh, by the way, these whales, they have something in their brains? Stops aging. Crazy. Maybe. I think they're pulling a John Wick 2 also. Look, in John Wick 1, it's a self-contained movie. At the end, you could cut it there and it's over, right? Yeah. Part 2 expands the story, but also plant seeds for sequels. I think that's what that is also. Maybe they're going to come back and be like, no, we want that. Yeah. Or there's gonna be a third substance on Pandora that that um, that the world wants. I that know. I was just like, and I even at the time of watching it, it's when you mentioned it. Now, like starting to think, I'm like, they're already there to pretty much take the world and use it as a Earth too. Yeah. And oh, but now like there's also this other thing about the whales. Their their brain gives us unlimited life. I'm just like, 
I, I partially hated part of I hated part of this one because I hate the imperialism of it. Because in the end, we all know who wins. This is a story. It it didn't turn they out. Have, they should have done Empire Strikes Back, and it should have ended on a sad note. Sadder note. I mean, god damn it, though, man. Like, there can't be... Maybe they're worried that if there's too much suffering, that people won't go back and rewatch it. Like, would you go back and rewatch it if it ended with all the kids being killed? Do people go back and rewatch Empire Strikes Back? And it ends with Han getting captured, Luke losing his hand, finding out his dad sucks. <laughs> like, I it mean, looks like the, the Rebel Alliance is screwed. Uh, and it's considered know, one of the best movies. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying, like, I think they played a little safe. It's because there's either, there's only two ways a movie's going to go. Good or bad. Mm-hmm. Everyone's already expecting good. Like, you could have gone the bad route, and if you make it compelling enough, people are going to like it. Well, people like Infinity War. Well, what if uh, what if Avatar The Fury of Fire ends, like, with half of Pandora being scorched? Boom. Mm-hmm. Interesting. James Cameron, I just, cre- I just gave you your sequel. You're welcome. Where's my money? Oh. Uh, but yeah, like we get new characters like his kids. He has the one son who's like three, three. and then he has the <laughs> other son who's like a rebel. I mean, you expect Shocker. that though in a family. Shocker! I'm shocked. This is my shock face. <laughs> then we have the 14 year old played by a 70 year old woman. And then we have the kid who's just there for some reason. The, yeah, the annoying toddler and then Spider. You know, I think it's weird is that the scientist, the the one that they say is the mom or the dad of uh, Kiri, mm-hmm. he never did that whole thing where he transfers his mind to his avatar. Maybe he doesn't want to. Which is weird because it's just like if you're staying there, and you quote unquote love these people, like why don't you? Maybe he can't handle it. Maybe scientific reasons. Maybe the budget didn't allow it. I don't know. They didn't do it in the budget. Remember, huh? they took Jake to the tree, and then they transferred his mind to his body there. No, but maybe he didn't want to do the tree thing, or they didn't allow it because he wasn't special I know, but with I'm, Jake. I'm taking out your budget theory. I what did. budget? I don't fucking know, man. Uh, Blue CGI, I don't care. Already here on Pandora. It's too expensive. Oh, fuck you. Okay, so what did you think of the Water Tribe? And, like, them welcoming Jake's family? I mean, it's cliche. Like, that's how it always plays out. What do you mean? The new kid gets bullied by the... By the... By the what's it called? The chief's sons. By the tribe that's already been there. Yeah. Like it's just it's cliche. Do I hate it? No. I mean it makes sense for story wise. It's just I mean it's cliche. What's called? Um Jake's kids. I love the fact though that they had some like fury in them. Like not fury, they had some like fight in them. Moxie. Uh, Moxley, yeah. Well, there's a one Moxie, scene. Moxie, not Moxley, not the wrestler. Moxie. 
Moxie, sorry. There but, we go. Uh, when Jake, uh, when Jake tells him, "Hey, how do the other guys look?" Worse. It was like, ah, I love fatherly pride. Good. <laughs> Which I'm like, why don't you tell that to your youngest son, who was the one that started the fight? But you consistently make him feel like a piece of shit for doing so. But the oldest one, you're like, all right, good. <laughs> well, because the okay, it's parenting is hard. All right. You already know you got the first one straightened out. You got no beef well, with him. Are you are you trying to tell me parenting is hard? Are you trying to come at me like you have experience in parenting? You don't have any children. I have two young puppies. You son of a bitch. No, you have two crimes against nature. Go fuck yourself. But look, you need... Uh, uh, how's it go? How's it go? Each kid needs a different approach. The first, the oldest one is pretty much like set. Like, okay, I don't have to worry about you. Like, you're responsible. You have your shit together. That's just common fucking sense. You don't have to be a parent to look at them and be like, I wonder who the fuck up is here. Versus the other one where it's like, no, you got to be harder on him because he's sloppy. He's put the other one in danger. Fucking the raid at the beginning of the movie. Where the older one's like, we're supposed to be scouting. And the younger one says, no, let's get in there. Let's check it out. Like, which is the dipshit you need to watch out for? Come on. You got to be tougher on the one that's irresponsible. That makes sense. It makes sense. But, I mean, that's one of those moments where you're like, look, I know you fucked up, but you did a good thing by standing your ground. Yeah. Now go say it. Now go apologize. Yeah, like, he should have done that to the second kid. No wonder the second kid fucking hates him. The second kid needs to get more responsible. That moment, I was like, he did the right thing defending his sister. Like, I don't give a shit if he needs to be more responsible. That was being responsible. (sighs) Did you notice how little Jake and... uh... What's always on Daniel's character's name? I can't remember. Uh, and I don't want to mispronounce it. I have no idea. Natiri? Yeah, Natiri. Did you notice how little they were in the movie? Uh, yeah. I think this is more to set up the the new supporting characters. The kids? Well, yeah. I I saw an article that people were arguing. Well, there was an article that was arguing that uh, in the people future people were arguing on the internet. That's crazy. I know, right? I couldn't believe it. Don't don't tell me that. But uh, they were arguing that uh, Jake Sully, Jake should probably die in the next one. All right. Jeez. I mean, Sam Worthington, like, I, I don't think he's starved for work right now. I mean, I think he is starved for work, so that's fine. I know. Way to, no, like, way to kill off his only lifeline of money. Well, if you notice, like, the dude post-Avatar was, like, he was in Terminator Salvation. He was in Clash of the Titans. Like, he was in a bunch of, like, big franchises. They were trying to build around him, thinking that he'd be the next megastar. He didn't end up becoming the megastar that everyone thought he was going to be. But, I mean, eh. I liked him in Terminator Salvation. Um, I and wish they had, like... Titans. And Wrath of the Titans. I thought Clash of the Titans was way better than Wrath of the Titans. But that's just me. Um, what else? Wait, is Wrath of the Titans the one where Liam Neeson and Hades like go out and fight? Yeah. Oh, okay. I like the second one more then. <clears throat> but yeah, so this movie. Um, you mentioned, I only saw part of the your Avatar review for, for the first part. 
You said that you don't think it was fair to call it that uh that the first one's just blue Pocahontas. Oh, I mean that's a running joke, but any movie you can trace it back to some ancient fucking tale because in reality most of the stories have already been done. It's just changing bits and pieces to make it your own. Mm-hmm. I so what do you think about this though? Would this it was this a worthy follow up of the initial? The original. It's tough when you're putting out a movie so far away from when the original came out. Because this is already touching like those old school movies where they didn't put out a fucking sequel until God knows when. Die Hard. You got uh, Independence Day did it. Like, it's just... It's tough. Godfather did it with Godfather 3. Like, it's just, it's tough when you take that much of a time off and you're asking people to reinvest into your into your um, story when people like the first one, but it didn't have a cult following. I mean, I remember though, like the year after when the first Avatar came out, there. I mean, it was in theaters for a long time, and I also remember that uh, there was like lawsuits that were being filed. Like this movie is so like makes me depressed because it's not real. Someone actually tried filing that lawsuit. People are people will file lawsuits for anything. That's it's a matter of it actually goes to court. Oh God! But no, this one, like. I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It's not anywhere as bad as like Independence Day Resurgence. But I'm just like, okay. It's good. Now, hopefully the third one's good. I just don't see why they're making five parts. I think the story is all encompassing. Like, like James Cameron has an idea for the story, and I mean, if he says he can do it, take your best shot, man. Like, I mean, obviously he's not starved for money right now. Like, look at this movie what, and how well, how well what it's do you doing. Think of James Cameron as a director. Granted, he has his chops. I mean, he did Terminator. He did Terminator Two. He did uh, Aliens, which some people think is better than the original. And he's done a lot of great mo- Titanic, which Rose is still complete. She's a she's garbage. She's a garbage character in a garbage time. That's I'll say my piece about that. But what's your opinion on him as a director? Good storyteller. Okay. I'm say good. I'm say a, I think he's a better writer than he is a storyteller. I'll say that also. He has some good ideas. Okay. I just he comes off at in times during interviews as a bit of an asshole, and most so, of these old school directors do. But see, the thing is, I I have trouble separating like him being an asshole from him being a good to great director. He did do one great thing though for Guillermo del Toro, which puts which puts me at a bit of an odd because I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, he's kind of a good guy. Um, do you know about that story? Del Toro and his dad getting kidnapped or no? No. 
So when Del Toro was first coming up in like the late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. um, his dad was kidnapped in Mexico. And he was just barely working on his second film. And they asked him for, I think, a million dollars in cash, but he didn't have that money. Mm-hmm. Cameron heard about it, went to the bank, withdrew a million dollars in cash, went back to Del Toro and said, go get your dad back. Here you go. Never asked for the money back. He just said, go get your father. Mm-hmm. So Cameron's not a bad dude. It's hard to do shit like that. I don't know. What about you? What's your opinion of Cameron as far as like him being a director or storyteller? I mean, he's a good director. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's obviously has like a track record of classics. Like, you can't really say like he sucks at directing. Uh, but I'm not like a huge James Cameron fan. Like things because he wasn't a part of my time. I'm more of a Peter Jackson fan than I am James Cameron. Is there like a thing between the two? Like, is that what? Because you compared him to Peter Jackson more than once already. Uh, because I don't know. People can say like, "Oh, well, James Cameron did this with multiple stories," but Peter Jackson took the Lord of the Rings franchise to the top of the mountain, especially for a fantasy movie, which doesn't really happen anymore. That hasn't happened since. But okay, now let me ask you this though. Like, just on the other side, I would say Avatar might be the most successful original franchise of the last 20 years, maybe more. Because he made Avatar. Avatar was not based on a pre existing book, comic book, story. Pocahontas. Huh? Pocahontas. I know, I know the hypocrisy. Uh, but he did make this arguably the most successful original film in a very, very long time. Doesn't he kind of deserve credit for that? I didn't say he didn't. But like uh, you mentioned like Lord of the Rings and how that might have been more difficult to adapt. I don't know because didn't Lord of the Rings already have somewhat of a built-in fan base? Mm, like a, a niche fan base. fan base that if you don't do it right, it's going to rip your fucking head off. And the Tolkien family isn't an easy family to please. No, but nonetheless though, I what's harder though? Creating... Well, what what do you think was harder, getting Avatar made or getting Lord of the Rings made? Lord of the Rings made. Why though? Because the original studio that bought the rights wanted to do two movies. Go on. Okay, two movies. They wanted the Hobbits to die. They wanted to really just not use the books as source material. But Peter Jackson was such a fan of the books. He mm-hmm. loved these books so much that he didn't he didn't want to do it any less than what the books deserve. Mm-hmm. So but he so he walked he who had the who had the rights to the film? The studio or Jackson? I wanna say it was Miramax at the time that had the rights. And I think New Line Cinema bought it from them. So and at the time his company, Weta, developed the technology on the fly for CGI in that movie. Like they were barely up; they were like a small little company at the time. But now Weta is everywhere. Weta did the special effects for Avatar. Oh, see, there you go. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, what's called? So Avatar wouldn't have happened without Lord of the Rings being successful. 
Well, you know what I noticed though? We're we're dancing a lot around Avatar. Maybe that's a damning thing. What'd you think of like Ooh, the dancing around? <laughs> Fuck you. So what'd you think of like the spiritual connections and the lore that they're trying to establish? Like the water tribe with their whales, the hunting, the no killing, the Tonuk? I mean, it's not something that they didn't do in the first one. Um, they have a very spiritual connection to animals. Granted, this is the first time that they show like a more intense connection that they're actually talking to this animal as opposed to before where there was just more like mutual respect. Yeah. I thought it was okay. I mean, we all understand what Pandora is. It's like this ever-growing hippie planet. Hippie planet or like this like rainforest? Planet. And now it seems more like the planet because now they're doing it in the sea. I mean, I didn't hate the idea of like the sea tribes and stuff and how everyone evolved. I just I didn't say I hate it. Why do I, people think I'm saying I hate it? I'm not saying you hate it. I was, you're, well, you're mentioning something. I'm like, hey. <laughs> no, okay. Do you think I'm surprised that the tribes aren't more in contact with each other? That is that was very surprising because it's just like you all are one people, but you still like are distant with each other. Like they yeah. were making they're making fun of him. You call that a tail? Yeah, shit like that. Also, I did like the attention to detail how it was like, no, like their water tribe. Racism. Huh? Interspecies racism. It's not even it's not even something that you can't find on Pandora. It's <laughs> really fucking bad. Um look at how blue you are. Freak? No. Space and Jesus. Why do they look like they've been contaminated by chlorine water when they live in the ocean? Uh, you got it. You need a way to distinguish them from the others. I thought the the Samoan tattoos were giving away, but my bad. <laughs> yeah, you're bad. And their hands were more shaped like uh, like fins. Also, their forearms were fucking huge. Have you noticed? Oh yeah, like it had like a like a fin. Yeah, to make it, I guess, easier to swim and whatnot. Um, Which did you notice? Like Jake and his wife. His wife was like completely like. I'm not going to fucking learn how to swim. Yeah. yeah she was very much set in her ways. Yeah, like, nah, like, I'm, I'm good. Fucking learn how to swim. Swimming stupid. While and, Jake is at, at least giving it the college try. <laughs> and gets wiped out the first time. No, and then she gets stuck in the boat at the end. And it's like, yeah, where were you learning how to swim, stupid? I, she got the angel wings. Also, did you find a set... Whose death was the most satisfying for you in this movie? Because I had a few. Uh, I mean, the whaler was just annoying, so him dying was was fine. Uh, who else? I really loved it when the whaler died. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, and he lost his arm. I was like, justice. That marine biologist was a fucking hypocrite. He annoyed me. He, I mean, he even said like, that's why I drink. <clears throat> Well, I don't care, dude. You're still that doesn't okay. Up. Make it okay. Quit trying to make yourself seem like a good guy over here. That doesn't make it okay. Yeah, like he's like, oh, like I'm just doing this because I love the animals. Meanwhile, drilling into the brain of the fucking whale. He was handling the drill for the whale. Oh, God. Um. Oh, now that I'm thinking about it, how do they discover that nectarine in the whales in the first time? Like, I'm kind of curious. How the fuck did you do that? I don't know. 
That's a good question. But, yeah, I mean, he's the marine biologist. He's the one that studies these water creatures. So mm-hmm. I'm sure it had to do with him. I'm sure he figured out how smart they were, and they were like, well, let's cut into their brain and see what they're doing. Hmm. Uh, but no, so do you think it was worth it for 13 years waiting for this one film? I mean, I don't know, dude. You have to ask a hardcore Avatar fan to be like, all right, you loved the first one. Did this live up to your expectations? I'm curious curious if, like, most of them will be like, it was good, but didn't live up to my expectations because you're building so much expectations off of 10 fucking years or 13 years of of space and it's just like i don't know dude for me i liked it did i think watching it twice in theaters was worth it god no it's three hours fucking long i was gonna say man you devoted like a fourth of your day to watching this well it's because my parents want to watch a movie on christmas and there was really nothing else to watch yes there is there's puss in boots no I slept through the first hour. <laughs> when you went to go watch it with your parents again? Yeah, I was like, fuck this. Dude. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> slept through the first hour, woke up when it started getting good, and I was like, all right. Amen. I did see it at Alamo Draft House the first time. Huh, okay. I bet that was interesting. How many bathroom breaks did you go on? None. Really? You went three hours with no bathroom breaks? Yep. I'm not a child. I Shit, no. I went once. I, I drank a whole full thing of water. And that's because it's bottomless popcorn and unlimited sodas. At the Alamo Draft House? Yeah. Why don't we have one down here? We were supposed to, remember? Oh, that's where the bistro is, right? Yeah. See, if they tried to open it now, it would probably be successful. It would be successful. It's it's more... It's a better version of the bistro. Like, they're taking your order... Like, if you want something during the movie, you click a button and a little red light shows and you write it down on a piece of paper. They come, they bring it to you, but they're, like, discreet about it. They're not talking, like, during the movie. Like, yes, it's like you're in a restaurant in the theater. It, you know, I've only been to the Alamo Draft House once. It was when me and Nikki were living in Kingsville. We went to Corpus and... There's one in Corpus? Or, or it's very similar to the to the Alamo Draft House. You Wait, the one in San Antonio. No, did we go to the one in San Antonio? Is that what we saw? In San Antonio. We went to one in San Antonio, but they have one, or it's very similar to it in Corpus, where they also do the same thing where they take your order and shit. Right. Uh, in San Antonio, we saw Toy Story three. Yeah. In fuck you, I love that movie. Uh, and we saw Birds of Prey in Corpus. Yay! Fuck you. Dude, that uh, movie was just. Even you can't sit there with a straight face and be like, I'm pumped for Birds of Prey 2. I actually was, though. That's the thing. I actually enjoyed myself. Nikki enjoyed herself, and she doesn't like DC. So the fact that she was like, oh, that's pretty good. That says volumes. Any fucking way. Did you um, think... Okay, question back to you. Would you... Did this movie live up to your hype? Granted, I don't think you had any hype. I had zero hype. I, yeah. I'll, I'll say this much. I was pleasantly surprised because I went into this film feeling like it was a chore. And it was good enough for me to walk out and be like, you know what? I'm glad I saw it. It was good. I don't think I'll watch it a second time, but it was good. You buy it on Blu-ray? I don't buy anything on Blu-ray. It's because you're a fucking loser. No, it's because I illegally download everything. You know this. 
I don't hide this from anybody. No, I like having the physical copy. That's because you're one of those end of the worlders. But it's funny because I'll watch most of my shit on digital. I know, voodoo. Like, I hardly ever really pop in a DVD and be like, I'm going to watch this. Uh, but what about you? Final thoughts on this film? Final Did it live up to your expectations, if you had any? It... I think it met expectations. I think it was below it or above it. I think it was right on that line. I thought it was good. Um, really hoping the five-part thing is a, a horrible joke. I'm hoping that it just ends <laughs> on the third one. But, I mean, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I feel very comfortable giving it a 3.5 out of five. I still think the first one was better. I don't know. I think the action sequences in this one were better. When when Jake and his wife are taking and Natiri are taking back their kids on the ship, like those fight scenes were pretty solid. You gotta admit. It was okay. There actually wasn't that much fighting in this movie compared to the first one. I no, there wasn't. It was a lot more of learning new experiences and world building. Which I mean, that's what you gotta do. Like if you're gonna make a five part film series. So you got to do the heavy lifting somewhere. And I guess if they're going to do it here, fine. I think my favorite sequence of the movie was when the whale uh, helps out uh, Lonak. Mm-hmm. Oh, against the shark? Yeah. No, when he jumps on the fucking boat. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The guy was talking shit and he's like, they've never lifted a finger, but they're hard to kill. Yeah. And, and then, then lands on the thing. And then he's pretty much just taunting him at that point because, like, he'll shoot that uh, torpedo thing at him. Yeah. And, like, he's like, oh, yeah, you hit me, you hit me. Boom. Uh, hit it with my with the armor. Bitch. And then Spider, like, fucks up the brake control, like, goes all the way with it. Smart little bastard. Spider, yeah. I, I will say Spider is the one character that did kind of annoy me. He helped. Uh, yeah, but he also caused a lot of problems too he's a kid being tortured come on he didn't break in the torture but then he's like i bet you can't get that i bet you can't get that bird well yeah they were gonna trank it and then he was like but you can't do it the hard way i guarantee you he was kind of hoping he was gonna die during it because it is a deadly thing and even then like he was like there's a tracker in your in your mask I don't know, like, I don't give a shit. I'm still gonna run. I mean, but could he have ran fast enough to get to Jake in time to to for help? Or you kill him. Or suicide. I don't know. I'm not gonna. Ah, but okay. What you? Uh, I think for me, the most controversial thing that I will just not be cool with is Sigourney Weaver playing her daughter. I, how was that controversial, though? Like, she's just playing a kid she's version a of herself. a seven-year-old woman in a 14-year-old's body. What is this? Shaggy dog? I don't understand why you're against it. I don't get it. Like, it makes, like you're listening to it, and you're like, that is clearly not a child. That is a grown woman in a 14-year-old's body. It didn't take me out of the movie. For it's me, crazy. I was just like, you could have done anything else. Because Anything. a less experienced actor or actress could have sank the film. 
Also, you already have Sigourney Weaver on tap. Just fucking have her come back and play it. I have no beef with her playing her daughter. None whatsoever. Yeah. Why not? Mm-mm. All right. Um, what do you rate this movie? Because I already gave my rating. B plus. I don't know. That's if it's pretty gonna be much my... what I gave it. I'm not gonna. I don't know if it's gonna be in my top ten of the year. I don't think so. Like, there's so many good and weird movies that came out. Like Glass Onion and Violent Night are definitely gonna be on there. I saw Glass Onion. What'd you think? I liked it. I liked the part, the very beginning, where like uh, they all get that box. Yeah. And they're oh. all like, "Oh, it's a puzzle." And the what's her name? Andy. No, no, it's own... Helen. Helen. I'm sorry. Uh. Oh, I can't Janae, Janae Monet? No, Janelle Monet. Yeah, and she just gets a fucking hammer and ba 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 ba. I was like, yeah, that's probably what I would do. <laughs> oh, the ending I thought was kind of lackluster. Uh, this one of Glass Onion. Oh, I didn't hate it. I I wish more shit had happened to Miles Braun, but like, I really loved like the whole film. Because uh, for it's the this, mystery that you could figure out. For this movie, the ending, I was just like, I mean, it's clearly setting up for Sequels. part two. I just kind of wish that there was less involvement of the media mm-hmm. because I'd rather just be like surprised that they're making another movie. Yeah. But I mean, that's just the business that they're in today because if they don't release it, then there's no guaranteed money. I mean, also, it's like. Disney has another multi-billion dollar franchise on their hands. I'm just waiting. But that one's a smooth sailing. That one's pretty much a smooth sailing franchise. Granted, there is always that little, that little nugget of doubt in their stomach that they're like, what if this movie sucks? What if this is the one that fails? Yeah. Well, like I'm pretty sure they they have that that nugget of despair in their stomachs every time they release a movie. Like, what if this movie sucks? Well, I know they already filmed part three, I think you mentioned, and they apparently already filmed parts of part four. Yeah, they uh, pulled uh, Lord of the Rings. Well, according to Cameron, he said that parts three, parts four and five are going to depend on if part three makes money, parts two and yeah. three make money, which I mean, if this isn't any indicator to go by, I don't know if it'll break two billion, but I think like they're more than happy with how much money they made off of this. Yeah, I don't know, dude, ever since COVID, like, the movies have just I don't know if it's like you're getting the wool uh like pulled over your eyes mm-hmm. but like did you notice before covid like you were pretty pumped to go to the movies mm-hmm. after covid it's just like do I really want to go see this movie not <laughs> really like if it's a movie i want to see i'm pumped to go watch it like i was hoping no that... but not for a movie that you want to see like a movie that they're trying to get you to see like the movie that you're not pumped about like violent night i wasn't pumped until i saw the trailer if i would have heard that synopsis prior i'm like that movie's gonna suck mm-hmm. but when i saw the trailer i was like oh this movie actually looks really good yeah like for me, I equate it to: Is it worth me buying that a a a list membership mm-hmm. where you get three movies a week? Yeah, AMC. Like that's where I think about it. like 
like ever since COVID, movies have gone so like they've been such in an iffy spot. Like they're really trying to make money. Yeah. That I'm just like, it's tough for me to get into it. Like be- before COVID, I had the A list membership, mm-hmm. and I was using the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. But like now, I'm just like I don't know. Well, also take into account. I think our, where where are we in our lives? You're currently working a full time job now. Like your your schedule, I I'd say is a lot busier, you know, than pre COVID. I mean, it could just be where we're at in our lives right now. For me, I, I there are a lot of films I wouldn't see in theaters if we weren't doing this. Yeah. But in that same capacity, I've had a lot of pleasant surprises, like Violent Night, like Avatar. You know, movies that I didn't expect to love. No, they're pretty fucking good, actually. Um, God, the most random example I can think of is Corella, for example. I did not think I was going to like that one at all. That, to me, was the biggest chore. Turns out, no, nah, Emma Stone, pretty good. I forgot that that, mo- that that was a thing. Yeah, and they're doing a sequel. Yeah, I, com- I was like, did I dream that? No, it's because... Um, or oh, even like streaming now. Streaming now became such a huge thing where people are already worried about streaming taking over movies that COVID only exasperated it. No, I think also part of it is the fact that like we're living in a new golden age of television now where you could watch, you can get a cinematic experience at home with your 4K TV versus, you know, going to the movies and forking over like. 20 or 30 bucks just for the tickets, let alone the snacks. Yeah. Well, so, it's also like TV used to be a place where your career died. And okay. now, now TV is pretty much where you can make some fucking serious cash. I think True Detective was the first series to really do that, though. Like in 2014, True Detective, everyone was shit talking uh, Woody Harrison and Matthew McConaughey when they did I it. I thought I was walking dead. Uh, no, no, no one. I'm walking dead. Breaking Bad. From movies down to TV? No, like the real, uh, not resurgence, but but the real surge of like, holy shit, like these TV actors are really fucking good. I thought it was Breaking Bad that really started that. And then it started going stronger. And then when it got on Netflix, like right before that last season aired, that Mm -hmm. really ramped it up. I, I partially agree with you. I think your Breaking Bad did help, but also, like, I remember reading an article back then on True Detective where it was like, is this the future of movie stars, where they're going to go back to TV because there's better money to be made? And look what happened since the first season of True Detective came out. Yeah. yeah. But, but see, I don't equate it with True Detective, though. I no. think it got more... I think it got more notoriety because it's on HBO, and yeah. Breaking Bad is cable... But it's just like, I felt like Breaking Bad, because Brian Cranston was getting a ton of awards. Yeah. For Breaking Bad. And Aaron Paul, too. Well, no, I'm not saying that they're not responsible for TV booming. I'm saying, my, I'm talking about actors deciding that TV is better than film. Mm, yeah. Like, it's because you could flesh it out more. Yeah, well, I mean, they, what would you rather have uh, an eight-hour, eight-episode story where you can flesh out everyone's character more, or a two-hour film where you got to rush? Yeah, that's why Stranger Things is a thing. Nah. The funniest James Cameron thing before we end the podcast. The funny, like James Cameron, great director and all that, but you can clearly tell like there were some points in his life where they offered him a bunch of money 
just to say something nice. Mm-hmm. And it was when Genesis came out, Terminator 5. Yeah. Because the whole backing <laughs> for that movie was James Cameron likes this. I mean, whatever you got to do to get your philanthropy funded, right? And he was like, how much are you giving me? That much? All right, I'll say I'll get. <laughs> I want him to do a book when it, when he's dead, and it's just like all this all the shit that he has to say, he just get lets it out. Which movie do you think is better, Alien or Aliens? Aliens, because Alien was never scary to me. Because I had all the scary parts like blown for me when I was a kid, like it it never resonated. But what about you? Alien or Aliens? Two completely different categories. Aliens is an action movie. Alien is a is a thriller horror movie. But like, which one gave you the bigger cinematic experience? Like, like which one gave you more of a experience? I guess that's what I'm asking. I mean, they gave, but I can't really compare them though, because they both gave me different experiences. Alien gave me that, like, oh shit, like there's a fucking creepy ass alien on this ship. While Aliens gave you that more like adrenaline rush. And then it gave you video games like Alien versus Predator where you get to play a Colonial Marine. Or Aliens, uh, the fucking game we play. Hmm. I think I need like, to rewatch that series. It gives you more, it gives you different feelings. Like they're two different movies. Yeah. Like way completely different movies. I can't remember, did James Cameron do both? The first two Terminators, right? Or did he only do Judgment Day? Did the first two. Okay, gotcha. Terminator and then Terminator Two Judgment Day. Yeah. So you gave this movie and B plus. Which is pretty much what I gave it. Yeah. Three point five out of five. Yeah. Like I said, four is a A minus. Four point five is an A is an A flat. And then five is an A plus. Yeah. Eh. I just, I don't know how they could have given me this movie. Think, like, I gave it such a low score. Well, I mean, if you do it times 20, you give it a 70, and I gave it, like, an 80-something. Whatever. Um, I just don't know how they could have made it a 5 or, or like, an A+. Plus. I don't know what it's missing for me to be, like, this is incredible. Shorter. Huh? Shorter. Door? Shorter. Shorter? Maybe, but like all the sequences are so beautiful, though. Like, especially when the kids fly, like I'm with the whale in the water. I'm huh? there to be immersed by a movie. Hey, it was a pretty movie, though. I'll give it that. It was very visually fuck. Many movies are pretty. Doesn't mean they're good. Can't think of many movies that are prettier than this one. Eh, I'm just saying. It's good. Uh, do I think it's going to stay in theaters for a long fucking time? I think it stays in theaters until February. I think March. Because uh, January is always a dry spell for movies. January and February are dry spells, but oh wait, February is when Ant-Man comes out, so we'll yeah. see. I think March, though. I think this movie will be in theaters till March. I think it's, it has a solid three-month runtime in it. Oh, we shall see. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Rollback. Please like and subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate it. We're actually growing in viewership again, finally. Um, be safe this new year. Go don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Get some well, you of the You always drink and drive. 
That's a fucking lie, and you know it. You said you said that kid should have been playing in the road, but it was like two o'clock in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, Fernie is joking. He kept driving. Fernie's joking. This is a joke, a really shitty joke, but a joke nonetheless. It's not a joke, but yeah, sure. If you think it's a joke, I think you think it's funny, oh, which I, I think fucking, is messed up. I fucking hate you. I hate <laughs> you so goddamn much. Be safe on Did New you Year's. Say you still see him in your dreams. What do you want me to do with this, man? I can't. Like, we're <laughs> just laughing on on screen right now. <laughs> what do you want me to do with that? I can't do anything with that joke. I don't know. Tell the truth, man. <laughs> Go to the police. Turn yourself in. You're a bastard, Fernie. God. All right, everybody. <laughs> from the Rollback Podcast, this was our review and subsequent going off the rails of Avatar Way of Water. Please check us out wherever you get your podcast needs. Please like and subscribe. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast needs. Google, Apple, or even Spotify. So, this was our review. This is Fernando and <sighs> begrudgingly I've been Eddie and this was the rollback. Let's cut it. <laughs>